In Ag and Review for the week ending November 1st, we finally had some real progress on the Farm Bill. House and Senate negotiators held their first long-awaited Farm Bill meeting on Wednesday. The first meeting, years in the making, was devoid of any real negotiations, as real public bargaining won't start until mid-November. Yet, the fact that the process has officially started was a small victory within itself. But it's no secret that the differences between the Senate and House ideas about a new Farm Bill are miles apart, with 80-some differences and the nutrition title taking up a majority of the distance. Senate Ag Committee Chair Debbie Stavenal says no matter how difficult the road ahead may be, one thing is for certain. Our farmers and ranchers are counting on us to get this thing done. Farmers know that when it's time to bring in the crop that, you know, you got to do it. The job's in front of you. you got to get it done. That's how I feel about the five-year farm bill. It's time to just get it done. No schedule yet on the exact date of the next conference committee meeting, but we do know that it won't be next week as the House will not be in session. And with some news and ventures for our cattle producers, Randall Wiseman had this. Thanks to a decision by the 20-member Beef Promotion Operating Committee, millennials and other beef consumers can now see and hear the tantalizing sights and sounds of beef, it's what's for dinner messages, without putting down their mobile devices or leaving the comfort of their keyboards and social media circles. The committee has decided to make a major shift in strategic direction for the checkoff's promotion and marketing efforts as beginning this month, digital marketing will lead the way in sharing beef's message about nutrition, health, and research and creating a forum for consumers to publicly share and celebrate their love for beef. Research indicates there are two types of consumers, those who are actively seeking out information, often via web searches or by opening an email, text message, or web feed, and those who prefer to get their messages passively by using, for example, targeted display advertising on websites and news blogs. For more information about your Beef Checkoff investment, visit MyBeefCheckoff.com. And we will wrap up for this week with an interesting perspective on the feral hog problem from Everett Greiner. Everybody knows about the feral hog problem in this country. They've been found in all our lower 48. Try as they may, landowners cannot stop the spread, although thousands of them are killed every year. So what happens to the meat from these animals? Well, I guess it's burned, buried, or left for the vultures. Could it be processed and cooked for human consumption? Well, one Texas chef thinks it can. After all, he says, a feral carcass is no different from a domestic hog. Hams, ribs, shoulders, side meat. If processed like other wild game, it can be very edible. He's even made sausage from some of the meat. He's especially proud of his salt-cured smoked hams. There's enough feral hog meat out there to feed a, a lot of hungry people. People who may not be able to pay the price for pork in a supermarket. All we need is a system to handle it. Well... I'll take his word for it. And remember, you can find these stories along with all the week's Southeast Agnet reports on our website at southeastagnet.com. Julie McPeak with Southeast Agnet's podcast.